Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Terrell History and Comment. Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Thursday, April the 14th, 2022. In 1561, the residents of Nuremberg, now Germany, write of what appears to be some type of aerial battle over the town in the early dawn. The story was republished in 1958. Benjamin Franklin and Benjamin Rush formed the first abolition society in the colonies in 1775. Pennsylvania may be the most open colony of the 13. Franklin you have heard of, Rush was a physician and a founding father, a signer of the Declaration of Independence and promoter of the Constitution. He graduated from Princeton University at the age of 14 with a Bachelor of Arts degree. We are familiar with the assassination of President Lincoln on this day in 1865, but Lincoln was not the only target. The Vice President and Secretary of State are also targets. Secretary of State William Seward and his family are attacked at their home. Seward was wounded but recovers. The attacker of the vice president just got drunk and did not attempt the act. Annie Sullivan, tutor to Helen Keller, is born in 1866. The first movie house of sorts opens in New York City in 1894. The idea of a large projector is still a few years off. This was an installation of 10 kinetoscopes that each allowed a single viewer to watch a short film. The exact length is not known, but estimates range from 20 to 45 seconds. The cost was a quarter to watch five and a half dollar to watch all 10 films. A princely sum at the time, but the public flocked to the venue. It netted the Edison Company $85,000 in the first year. The seven-month-long Paris World's Fair opens in 1900, highlighting the advancements of the previous century and looking forward to the 21st century. The exhibit will include a Ferris wheel, moving sidewalks, a regular trolley bus line, escalators, diesel engines, electric cars, dry cell batteries, electric fire engines, talking films, and an audio recorder. While visionary, they had no idea what the 20th century would bring in terms of technology, and primal barbarianism. Popular as an actress and singer in the 1940s and 50s, including starring with W.C. Fields in Never Give a Sucker an Even Break, Gloria Jean was born in 1926. She was a native of Buffalo, New York, and of Pennsylvania Dutch ancestry. The first transatlantic airplane flight from east to west lands in Greenlee Island, Canada, in 1928, nearly a year after the first one, the other direction. The issue is prevailing winds are west to east. One of the early ladies of country music, Loretta Lynn, is 90 today. She is the older sister of singer Crystal Gale. The two are 19 years different in age, and Loretta was married for three years and had two children of her own when Gale was born. April 14, 1935, was a Sunday, known as Black Sunday across the Great Plains. One of the greatest dust storms of the era swept across the panhandle regions of Oklahoma and Texas. Reports of the specific event will coin the term Dust Bowl. Should-be Hall of Famer Pete Rose is 81 today. The Cincinnati native, if you will recall, has been banned from Major League Baseball. In a 2004 autobiography, he admitted to betting on baseball games and the Reds, but maintains he never betted against them. While a serious breach of the rules, it is less of an issue than the use of steroids that have been prevalent in later decades. 
Actor Brad Garrett is 62 today. Known for his role in the TV sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond, Garrett has a long list of voiceovers in animated feature films. Youngest son of Mario Andretti, Jeff is 58 today. Jeff raced for a few years in the early 90s. A crash in the 1992 Indy 500 was the effective end to his competitive racing. These days, he's an instructor. Two more baseball birthdays. Greg Maddox is 54 and Greg Zahn is 51. The largest hailstone ever recorded fell in 1986 in Bangladesh. They weighed up to 2.2 pounds, hardly biblical proportions. The book of Revelation predicts hailstones that will weigh 75 pounds or more and could have a circumference of 20 inches. The Army axiom, Friendly Fire Isn't, is made apparent again in 1994 when the Air Force shoots down two Army helicopters in northern Iraq. If you wanted proof without actually trying it, they should have consulted General Thomas J. Jackson. Hugo Chavez returns to the presidential office two days after being ousted by the military in 2002. He will bless the rich South American country with his rule for the next 10 years and 11 months. Once a tourist destination with a thriving oil industry, he will lead Venezuela back to third world status. Do not blame him. That is what his Marxist ideas always do. 2003, the Human Genome Project is completed with a 99.99% accuracy. That's history and comment for the 14th day of April. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.